This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Yep, yep, yep. How's it going? Um, Excited to talk to you guys. I want to apologize uh, if you follow me on Twitter and you listen to in your, I mean, you just can't wait. To listen to MMA Takes Podcast, the original upload of the podcast, you it was about a minute maybe of me breathing and in, in, in the mic because there was supposed to be an audio clip there. I have since fixed it. Uh, I was listening to back at work one day and I, I was cutting corners the day I did it. And I was like, you know what? I don't need to listen to back, upload, see you, go do whatever. Um, so I apologize. So it is fixed. So if you listen to it originally, go ahead and give it another listen. Um, because that audio clip of Darren Till, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty, uh, I'm not going to say profound because I'm not an asshole, but a young fighter saying good things is, is a positive, is a positive thing. I support that. Anyway, welcome to the MMA Takes Podcast. This is a pick em podcast, baby. I pick them all. Big or small, I pick them all. Uh, this card in Russia isn't, um... There's some intriguing fights, but it's definitely not loaded up. Uh, we, we, we've been spoiled. Lincoln and then UFC 220 was so good. I mean, they're they're. I mean, listen, Russian fighters are legit. They're very very tough. Russia is a huge country for MMA. They have a million organizations over there. I'm sure there's gonna be. I mean, there's a ton of talented fighters that come over there. A lot of them are making the UFC debut. That's maybe why I'm a little maybe not sour on it. However, it is during the day on a Saturday, which you know I love. So we'll, we'll go ahead and get into it. Um, UFC press portal is very disappointing. You know, you get in. I'm a, you know, I ha- you have access to it. No big fucking deal. Um, you get in, and I print off my hard copies because I'm a thousand years old. And I write down. I keep track of my bettings. I like get a little folder or whatever like that. You know, I'm organized. And they literally have six fights. You know, the, the they don't they have it on their website, which is all digital and everything like that. And again, I'm a thousand, so. I like writing it down, so it kind of threw me through a loop, so bear with me. I do not have any of the lines written down. I'll be going to Odd Shark, uh, Odd Shark for that. Shout out to Odd Shark, and uh, we'll get right in. So we got first up, Marab Deva, Devil's Chili. He's a Ray Longo guy. I, I, I know him well. I just cannot pronounce his name. He's fighting Terion Ware. This is a really interesting fight to me. Uh, Marab is 7-3, and 0-2 in the UFC with two pretty controversial losses. He lost a split decision his first fight uh, in the UFC, which which a lot of people thought could have went his way. His last fight in the UFC was against Ricky Simone. Um, he was dominating the fight, and then the ref called it said he was out, but he wasn't out, whatever. Terry Aaron Ware is another guy. He's 17-7. He has a pretty up-and-down record in the UFC as well. Good striker. Um, unfortunately, you know, he, he's been matched up with guys like Sugar Sean O'Malley and some really talented people. So his record's not the best in the world, but he's talented, you know, and this is definitely a clash of Marab, who, according to Ray Longo, never gets tired. He's going to be in your face. He's going to take you down. Terion, good striker, a little too patient for me, has some power, but hasn't really been able to finish in the UFC like, uh, like I would like to see him. And, uh, uh, Marab is a huge favorite, which is, I mean, this is a classic people are betting on the style because Marab's 0-2 in the UFC, 7-3 overall, hasn't been training a lot, trains with a great camp. I love the I love what Ray Longo and Matt Sarah are doing there in Long Island. Terion Ware, again, like I said, he's dropped he's dropped a few ugly ones in the UFC, but against pretty good competition, Marab, you know, Ricky Simone is doing really well. So he's fought, you know, he's fought pretty well. I'm gonna go with Marab just because I do I do believe in his grappling. I believe in his pressure. I believe in his cardio. He is is I think he's Jordan. I think he's what is he? 
he says he's from the country Georgia. Again, I'm not. A, I'm, I don't sell maps. I'm not a map salesman, so I'm not really sure where Georgia is at. But uh, his name seems Russian. I mean, you know what? You know what? I have time. Map of the United States. Let's see where. Well, let's let's expedite that country. Oh, this is really good podcasting. I should have probably looked this up before, but you know what I want to... I, I Just from my own personal knowledge. Okay, so yeah, it's right by Russia. Okay, so basically, yeah. Okay, so that, that makes sense. But he's a huge favorite. I kind of expected that. I'm going to go with him anyway. I'll avoid this betting because a guy 0-2 who is a little unpredictable in there, who who can lose, who has proven to lose... Um, is and minus five fifty. That's a huge, pretty big favorite. But I do, I am, I do feel confident in that pick. He is, um, he is a. I feel like they're just phoning this in. Sorry, I was looking ahead. So he is a uh, uh, heavy favorite, which is a little odd to me. So go with Marab. Don't bet it. Next fight up, we got Ramazin Amiv. He's from Russia against Stefan Zerlik. He is from Siberia, which just sounds so scary. Like, I know, you know, like, Siberia just sounds scary. Uh, Selic is making his UFC debut. Um, Razaman is 17-3. Uh, Sekulik is 12-2. Uh, um, looks like Sekulik is, uh, is a grappler. I know Ramazan, he is, I believe he's undefeated in the UFC. Again, I, they don't have much of this written down. I'm a, I'm a thousand. I like our copies. Yeah, so he's two in the UFC, all by decision. He's a heavy grappler. Both these guys seem to be grapplers on paper. I don't know if that's going to cancel out. I'm not really uh, sure about about either of these guys that much. I'm going to go with Ramazan because he's been in the UFC. He's 2-0 in the UFC. Stefan is making his debut. Um, looks to be um, you know more of a submission submission artist guy. So we'll see. Maybe Ramazan. Uh, I'm, I'm pronouncing his name different every single time. Maybe he'll... Um, Maybe he'll stand up a little bit. And we'll see a stand up. Um, I'm confident in that pick with uh, Rosanna Beeb. I think his grappling is, is, is going to overwhelm this guy. And maybe we'll get a finish. He has, he's 2 0 the OC with two decision wins and uh, pretty snoozers. Pretty big snoozers. So, um, a little warning or preference or uh, precursor. I There's a lot of Russian guys on this card. I have a terrible time pronouncing anything. Let alone Polish and Russian people's names, Ser- Serbian, Georgian, whatever. If I offended you, if you're not from that country, but you know, I'm from Siberia, not Russia, whatever. I'm going to have trouble pronouncing their names. If you cringe when I try to pronounce a name, I apologize in advance. Message me on Twitter and I will send you the link where you can buy a shirt. Okay. That's all I can do for you. That's, that's all I can do. Next fight up, we got Adam. Yadaviv, he is 9-0, he's fighting under Russia, big fucking surprise. He's against Jordan Johnson, the American, one of the few Americans on the card. He is 9-0 as well. <clears throat> these are the big boys. I believe these are light heavyweights, could be heavyweights. I think they're light heavyweights. Let's see, do they have their weight there? 185? I don't know about that. But uh, Jordan Johnson is uh, coming off a win over Adam Milstead. Great wrestler. He's 3-0 in the UFC. All by decision wins. Really, really good grappler. I believe Yadiv is making his UFC debut. One of the very many Russian fighters making their... He, he absolutely is. His strength right here, it says he's from Russia. That's a, that's a strength. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Um, but I like Jordan Johnson. I think this is a no-brainer, if, if I'm being honest with you. I think the, the American has really superior wrestling. I don't think... Um, being in Russia is going to affect him all that much. I think, you know, he's going to go in there and get the job done. 
outgrapple the guy. They're both have the same exact record. They're both seen the pre pretty much the same size. Jordan Johnson might be a little bit bigger, but I see Jordan Johnson just controlling this fight uh, no matter where it goes. Next up, we got Magadad Alakizov, Alakiv, Alakiv. I think I nailed that. Versus Marcin Percina, Percino, Poland versus Russia. I mean, this is my arch nemesis. Magomed, if you if you remember, he was the guy that fought Paul Craig and was dominating Paul Craig. Paul Craig's ready to get cut. I mean, literally, the guy was like dropping a two fight or three fight win streak, was getting out grappled, and just it looked like the end for him. Magomed got caught by a last minute submission. I mean, to the bell, and he tapped out. So he pretty much won that fight against Paul Craig. Oh, maybe I'm. Hold on, am I getting this mixed up? I am not. See, this, this the UFC website is so fucked. They have him listed at nine zero, but he lost to Paul Craig. And then I go to his record, and there's a loss on Paul Craig. I apologize. I'm, I thought I started getting this missing. Magomed is the guy who I just talked about. Erase all that. Marcin is the Polish gentleman who came over and had a you know has a great physique. He fought Sam Alvey in his UFC debut. Was mean mugging Alvey. Alvey's over there smiling, <clears throat> and then he gets dropped with uh, a right hook, back to back right hooks by Sam Alvey. Just slept him. There's no shame in that. Sam Alvey's got tremendous power. He is a um, Underrated guy, 85, but uh, yeah, I had, and, and Marcin had a lot of hype coming out of Poland for that fight, and I won a good deal of money. I, think, I believe Sam Alvey must, I think he had a bit of, when I got him, he was like a plus 230 underdog when I got him. Um, I, I just not realized I didn't do the line for last fight. Last fight was Ramazan, who I picked, was a 550 favorite. So, and then Jordan Johnson was a minus 250 favorite. So, all so far, I've got all favorites. And according to Odd Shark, this fight's not not happening. Apparently, this isn't on their thing, so I don't have a line for this fight. But it's on the UFC's website. You know, with these international cards like that, they just they need to get their shit together. Okay, UFC, you're put on notice. Anyway, Marcin's the the Polish gentleman who got knocked out by Sam Alvey. Uh, Magomed's the guy who got submitted last second by Paul Craig. Don't haven't seen much of them because they've only both had one fight in the UFC and, they, and they've lost both of them. Pretty much the same size. You know, it looks like a lot of them are, you know, <clears throat> a lot of, uh, uh, none, of them have won, none of them have won a fight by submission. So it's going to either be a grapple fest or, or, or striking. I, I see Magomed probably taking this down and, uh, and winning a, um, winning a decision on this one. Um, there's no line for this fight. I would bet Magomed. I can't believe, I can't imagine he would be that big of a favorite. They're both coming off losses. Marcin was... A favorite making his UFC debut against a, a UFC vet, so I, I imagine he'll be uh, he'll be the favorite here. Next up, we got Maribek Tsusumov versus Desmond Green. Now, Desmond Green, I believe, was just in like a horrible car accident in Florida that he caused, and they found drugs on him. Am I thinking of something different, uh, or was it Desmond Green? I, I I had to double and triple check. Every website says he's fighting uh, Tulasov here, um, so I guess he is. Marbek Tuusov is literally, he's like 5-1 and one in the UFC at lightweight. He just doesn't fight enough. He's had three fights since 2014. Not sure if that is because um, of injuries. His only loss is to Michael Prezeras by a unanimous decision. Then he's literally on a 1-2-3-4, five-fight KO streak that started back in 2014. He's, he fought once in 2014, or I'm sorry, he fought three times in 2014, three times in 2016, or 2015, 
2017, hasn't fought in 2018 yet. Last three fights were performance tonight, KO bonuses. This kid's really good. This was like Roger Huerta's guy. He, he would see him in the corner. He would go over to Thailand a lot and train with Roger Huerta. Desmond Green, on the other hand, he is a durable as it comes. Drop one, one, one. I believe he's two and two in the UFC. All decisions, whether he'll win by decision or lose by decision, tough, tough out. Pretty good grappler, pretty good striker. Um, not much of a submission threat. I just think Marabek is going to be way too much. You know, he's 26 and 5. Desmond's 21 and 7. Um, I believe there's a line for this fight. There's not. There's not. You know, Odd Shark, you, you, you're killing me here, Odd Shark. But uh, I like Marabek a lot in this fight. I think this guy's a lot of talent. He just disappears, you know. It's hard to build a fan base in the United States when you're, when you're, uh, kind of a quieter guy. There hasn't really been that big of a crossover in the United States besides Fedor, a guy from Russia. I mean, um, Khabib, but it took Khabib a while to get there because Khabib's the best. But these two lightweights, this is an interesting matchup. I think in Marabek, again, I'm assuming he was dealing with injury, what have you, um, coming off five fights, winning by knockout. You know, he's got to be more active. He's, I mean, he hasn't fought this year yet. So I like Marabek uh, to beat Desmond. I'm assuming by decision. I would I, I would assume Marabek's probably going to be the big favorite as well in this fight. So I would, uh, you know, I'm going off favorites right now. I, you know, I, this was pre-planned. I, I've done very little research for this besides looked up a couple of uh, the fighters I didn't know and, and watched them fight to make my picks. But this is a little all over the place, eh? All right, but I like Marabek. Um, there's no lie in the fight, but. I, I would assume Marabek's going to be the favorite. <clears throat> Next up, we got Rustam Havila versus Cajun Johnson. Rustam is 21-3. and three. Cajun Johnson is 22-13-1. Cajun is, have a quick turnaround. He lost his last fight, and, uh, you know, he's the guy that did the complaints about Dana White and Errol Hawani show. He's like, Errol Hawani's like favorite guest because he complains about Dana White, and Errol loves it. But, you know, Cajun's got his own personality. He's kind of leading the charge kind of with the fighter union and, and certain things like that. I'd imagine that he's going to lose. If he loses, he's cut. He did the whole fake handshake thing to Dana. Rustam, you know, he's, he's a big prospect. Again, not the most active guy in the world. Um, you know, he he dropped a few. He, he had an uh, opportunity to beat Benson Harrison. He dropped that fight. But he did has a really nice win over George uh, George Mazadal. You know, he spun kicked Mazadal's fucking head off. Didn't knock him out, but it was it was pretty sweet. Um, Rustam's last fight was against Desmond Green. The decision unanimous. Big fucking surprise. Won all three rounds. And then before that was Jason Sago. But, again, he this was a year ago that he fought, so he's been pretty inactive. Very, very good guy. I think he I think he's incredibly talented. I think this is a no-brainer. Um, there is a line for this fight. I, I, I'm not going to go to Cajun Johnson. I, I, I don't think he's got legs. Uh, Russell is a minus 700. So it looks like he's the biggest favorite on the card right now, Cajun Johnson, plus 450. There might be some value there. Um, Cajun Johnson is a bet. Cajun Johnson is, you know, he had a big win his last time out or two fights ago, and, and he kind of got a nice little momentum. I just think he's distracting himself with just too much shit that, that's going on in the world. So um, I like Rustam. I think he's the more talented guy. I don't really think Cajun's going to – he's not Benson Henson. He, you know, I, I just don't – I don't see, see him uh, – Winning that fight at all. I like Rustam in a big. That might be my lock of the night. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. Next up, you got Peter Yan. No mercy. Peter Yan, Russian. Ru- hot Russian prospect right now. He's 8 and 1. He's fighting Jin Soon Sun for South Korea, who's 9 and 2. Um, both these guys are pretty evenly matched. Uh, Jin Soo Yan or Jin Soo Sun is making his UFC debut. Peter Yan is, uh, already has a UFC fight. He knocked out Tiro Ishishida his last time out in the first round. I think this is a no-brainer. Again, I, I, I'm sorry that I can't give you these unders that I want. 
Jin Soon Sun, I, I don't know much of him, um, if I'm being honest with you. He is from South Korea. I'm sure he's training with South Korea top team. Or, or, or you know, in in Dong Young Kim and all those guys that have a, have a great gym, they have a good you know grappling game, good good all around game. But Peter Yan is is the hot guy on the block right now. He is coming out of Russia, guns and blades at 135. This gonna be a big win for him. I think if he wins and wins again, I think he's he's gonna get ranked at 135. I think the kid has some skills. So this might be a coming out part of Peter Yan. I, I see the crowd going pretty nuts for him. And then uh, next up, we got Khalid Mercedavilev. Got got Murtalas of Leave. He's 13 and 2 versus CB Dalloway. CB Dalloway is 18 and 9. Dalloway coming off that really funky uh thing with Hector Lombard where he won the fight, but it was like an illegal hit or something. It was like after the bell and he couldn't continue. I'm not really sure. Dalloway for a while there was like really, really hot. Like for a while there, he was he was winning a ton of fights. You know, and then just kind of fell off. I don't know if that's USADA. I don't know if that's what. I'm not pointing fingers, but I kind of am. This fight's actually really close on paper. Khalid making his UFC debut. He has a minus 170 and Dalloway's a plus 140. Obviously, there's some some value because Dalloway feels like he's been in the UFC forever. Former uh, Ultimate Fighter contestant. You know, he's um, a really great grappler. He's little, he's bigger for the weight class as well. I think he'll be bigger than uh, Khalid, who's making his UFC debut. Khalid uh, doesn't say his country listed here. I'm going to guess fucking Russia. I did watch a fight on this guy. I did watch tape on him. Seems like a, a pretty good striker. Reacts well. Don't know what his grappling's like. I only watched a few clips of him. But um, his uh, his, uh, his reactions are well to strike. CB, I think his chin is a, is a little weak right now. I think uh, he, can, he can be exposed when it comes to his chin. I'm going to go with the newcomer, uh, Khalid. But I think there is some value at CB Dalloway at plus 140. If you're looking for a parlay and you need kind of maybe that under that could, you know, take your take an $80 winning to a $200 winning or whatever it is, CB might be a guy to look at. I can see him going in there, and if he if he weathers the first round, I think he could maybe grind out pretty close decision. CB doesn't have the best gas tank in the world. He gasses quite a bit. Um, so I don't see uh, that being – I just – I'm really confident Khalid winning – I usually don't like picking huge newcomers, but uh, I, I see that happen. I see Khalid winning. He does have – Khalid's only losses are by decision or knockout. He's uh, – all his wins are by either decision or knockout as well. So <clears throat> he's primarily a striker, so I, I look I look for him to kind of get aggressive with CB, and if he can stay, uh, stop the takedown, that's going to be huge. So I like, uh, I like uh, Khalid in that fight. <clears throat> Next up, a guy who's getting a lot of hype. Excuse me. This is going to kick off the main card on FS or on FS1 Fight Pass. Alexei Konchiko, he's 18 and 0 fighting out of Russia, big Russian. Uh, I, when I did research on this guy, I realized like this kid's a big deal. A lot of people like this kid in Russia. It, it, you know, long time coming him signing in the UFC. He's got a really good record. I mean, he hasn't really fought many people. But I looked at his record and his, his records Pretty questionable. You know, he's one of those guys that come in 18-0, and 0, and it's like, well, who are you fighting? Kind of like Khabib. Khabib is 25-0. I believe when he signed the UFC, he might have been 17-0, 18-0. A lot of those are like, well, who are you fighting? He's fighting Tiago Alves, who's been around forever, who's went down to 55, tried a 55 experiment, was a world-class 170-pounder title contender. Um, he's 27-12. and 12. Um, I believe he – what is Tiago coming off of? I think he's coming off of – a win, actually. Let's see. Excuse me here. Nope, he's coming off a loss. Okay, so he lost to Curtis Millender. He got knocked out. Before that, he, he uh, decisioned Patrick Cote. So Curtis Millender is a, is a beast at 170, so that, there's no shame in that. Um, I like I like 
you know, I I like Alexi in this fight. I, I'm I, you know I'm sure he's the favorite. Again, let's look at the betting lines. Um, yeah, they don't have betting lines for this fight as well. Um, yeah, they don't have this that for this on on track. So betting's kind of all over the place. I mean, it's a little earlier in the week, so I'm sure by Thursday or Friday morning, Saturday morning. This is a Saturday morning card, so it's at uh, ten thirty in the morning um, on Fight Pass. Tiago, just you know, I just uh, Kuchenko is a, is a striker. He's well built. He's aggressive. Um, Tiago can can stick if he can stick and move and leg kick and move. And I just don't think his legs are there anymore. I think his last couple fights have have really scared me a little bit with his legs. Um, he's coming off some. He's real spotty record. He's hasn't fought in a while. But uh, the Millinder fight, he hung in there tough. He should have been out in the first round. He got dropped like three or four times. You know, he you know he's he's he's. I don't think he's an old guy, but I think he's old. I think he has years on him for the sport. Alexi is again getting really hyped. A lot of people are big on this guy. There's a reason he's making his UFC debut on the on the main card. So I'm gonna go with Alexi on that, probably by a knockout. Um, yeah, sorry, Tiago. Next up, we got number 12 ranked Andre Olowski, who's 27 and 16 versus number 14 ranked Shamil Abdurak Kamivov. That's not how you say that. But Shamil is 18 and four. Um, what is the? I think this is a, probably the closest line of the night. No, there's no line for this. So. Undecided. Shamil's coming off a big win over Chase Sherman. Before that, he lost to Derek Lewis by knockout. He's had two knockouts in the UFC, two wins in the UFC. Um, he's a good grappler, good striker against Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman's a pretty easy guy to hit, but uh, he threw some a couple real good hooks and, and put Chase Sherman out, and it was pretty def- uh, definitive. But against Derek Lewis, you know, against a bigger man, a guy who could move their shots. You know, Derek Lewis caught him uh, late in the fourth round and TKO'd him. Andre Olowski coming off one of the, I know he lost, but coming off one of his better performances, I thought, um, his last time out, he fought um, Ty Tuovasa, who was, you know, the hot guy on the block, and Ty was finishing everybody in. And Andre hung in there tough. It looked like vintage Andre. Andre, you know, really good boxer. Definitely has slowed down a little bit. Uh, Shamil's got a really quick hook. I just think if... Andre can can move his head and get off his head off the center line and not get caught with big shots. I think he can probably piece up Shamil. This this is kind of an awkward fight to pick. This is this is hard for to pick because I want to pick Andre because he's been in the UFC forever and, and he obviously has a talent. He's a former UFC world champion, future UFC Hall of Famer for sure. You know he's got an incredible record. Could he turn back time and beat Shamil? Shamil kind of fairly newer at least in the UFC heavyweight division. He, he he's been pretty active. You know. Um, I do not know his age, but I'm looking at the picture of him. He's got a whole bunch of ground beef on his chest. He's got a lot of hair. You know, he looks like he's about 55, but again, I'm not sure. He is Russian, so this is a big deal. Um, man, I'm gonna go with Shamil. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I was looking at this card, this was one of the few that were printed off on the sheet, and uh, I thought the whole time I was gonna pick Andre Lasky. I just after watching that Chase Sherman fight, Shamil's got some really quick left hooks, has some power. Yeah, you know, he lost, he was him and Derek Brunson were very competitive until it got to the fourth round. Um, I think he can catch Andre. I think he, you know, ah oh man, that's tough to pick. That's a tough one. I don't know the line on that. I imagine it's gonna be very, very close with maybe even Shamil being the favorite. Wouldn't be surprised if it's dead even at one, you know, both are at one minus fifteen, but uh uh on odd shark, there's no line right now. But, uh, yeah, I think Andre might might get caught in that one. Next up, best fight of the night, in my opinion. Main event's really good, but th- I think this would be the best fight of the night. Number four ranked Jan Blahovich versus Nikita Krylov. Nikita Krylov, 
Fought in the UFC, had four or five wins, I believe, was on a tear, and I think he lost one fight, his last fight, and then they didn't resign him. Not sure if that was he wanted more money. Not sure if, you know, who knows what happened. Kind of odd. He went out and got some wins outside the UFC and he's came back. He's 24 and 5. Jan Blachowicz is 21 and 7. Jan has looked great in his last few fights. Absolutely killer against Jimmy Manawa. I mean, Jimmy Manawa's punches are big. He's heavy, heavy handed. And Jan stood in there and took everyone. He's got a great chin. That's why he's ranked number four right now. He's only lost the top dogs in the division. The key to coming in, obviously, once uh, you know, once the shot, once once to to get where Jan's at right now. This is a really close line. Jan is a slight underdog uh, for Nikita. Nikita's last loss was Misha Surinoff back in 2016. That was by submission, but before that, he beat Ed Herman. He beat from uh, Francisco Barral. What is it? Fredemir Barroso. He beat Mar Marco uh, De Lima by the submission. He beat. I mean, he's he's got a lot of wins. He did have a lot. Um, excuse me. He lost to Ovis St. Prue by submission, and he Soe Palehe by TKO in round three. So he is one, two, three, four, five, five and three in the UFC. Got let go after his last fight against Chernoff. Um, and now he's back. He is the slight favorite over Jan Blachowicz, which I, I find surprising. I know Nikita seems pretty well-wounded. I know he has a pretty sick knockout over Ed Herman they've been running. I like Jan in this fight, you know, um... A lot of people are, are, are high on Nikita, and, and rightfully so. He's good UFC record. Kind of weird that he left UFC, but he went out and got some wins. But Jan, I think, is I think he's a beast right now. I think his boxing's crisp. I don't think Nikita's going to really be too much of a threat on the ground for Jan. I don't think he's going to submit him, really. He might, but I don't think so. I think Jan, if they stay in a boxing range, he's just got to watch out for a pretty good left kick by Nikita. But I think he can get it done. Going with the underdog. I finally picked the underdog. You're welcome. Jan Blahovic. Uh I think he's... Too hot right now. Just too freaking hot. That Hansel is just so hot right now. Uh, main event time. We got number eight. Number eight. Number eighth ranked Mark the Super Samoan Hunt. 13-12-1. His record always fucking surprises me. 13-12-1. He's a legend. He's a Hall of Famer. He's against number 11 ranked Alexi Olenek, who is 56-11-1. That's a man's record right there. Alexi Olenek, probably the the most manly man in the in the UFC. Obviously, Russian is a boa constrictor. He's got that Ezekiel choke down. He was mounted, and he, and he choked the guy out. He choked Junior Albini, old diaper boy, out. Alexi's a lot better than I thought he was. I shit on him. I wrote a I wrote a blog on MMATakes.com. Go check it out. And I, I made fun of his hair. I made fun of, you know, his best friends with Putin. All those little jabs, all those little jib jabs, those, those hilarious things people say. But listen, he is, you know, a a a, a, a real a contender, I guess, you know, a dude that's good. I, I've overlooked him for so long. Like the Travis Brown fight kind of woke me up a little bit. You know, he's 41. Mark Hunt's older than him, which is surprising because, again, Alexi has been, been doing this forever. His last loss was to Curtis Blades. No shame in that. Curtis Blades, top one or top five heavyweight for sure right now. Maybe you can make an argument top two or three. Um, Mark Hunt coming off. Uh, I believe he's coming off. What is he coming off of? I know he had that Brock Lesnar thing. I think he's coming off a loss as well. Yeah, so he lost to Curtis Blades by decision. Oh, man. Uh, this is tough to fight. The line is, I think, pretty close. Yeah, Mark Hunt is a minus 190 favorite. Alexi is a minus one or plus with, uh, 155 kickback. I'm going to choose Mark Hunt because I think that his striking and um, this whole camp, I can't imagine 
he's trained at all to stay on the ground. I bet you he Markhan has a little bit better takedown defense than people give him credit for. He is patient with his strikes, so he doesn't rush anything, so that he keeps his hips out, everything like that. Mark Hunt's a big, strong guy. I think if he lands on Lexi, I think he can put him out. Lexi's been hurt in a, quite a few UFC fights. He's tough as nails. He gets hurt, goes to the ground, guys follow him up, and he fucking chokes him out. He's so strong. I've heard so many reports about how strong that guy is. I'm going with Hunt. I'm not confident in it. I do like Alexi at the number, though. You know, I, I you know if you put money on Alexia, that, I don't think that's a bad pick. I think there's some real value there. I just like Mark Hunt. I think Mark Hunt needs to win. I think he's he's a, he's a superstar. I mean, I mean he's 44 years old. He's 13, 12, and one MMA, but he's got so many kickboxing fights, so many boxing fights. I don't know how long he's gonna be able to do it. You know, his chin's still pretty holding up. I know he's been caught a few times over the years, but his chin's still there. It's not maybe like it was, but it's still fucking there. Go on, Mark Hunt. Not super confident in the pick, but um, I like it. I like the pick a lot. Well, I don't like the pick a lot, but I like the fight a lot. I think this is a perfect matchup. I, little surprises with this guy. When it gets got announced, I was like, really? The first time they're going to Russia, and this is the main event. But you know what? The card is okay. It's full of Russian prospects, and, and hopefully Russia shows out, Moscow shows out, and uh, blows the fucking roof off the place. I'll be watching. My lock of the night is going to be Alexei Kachenko over Tiago Alves. Um, the more I think about it, the more I think he, you know, he's he's going to get it done. Maribek Tsumov versus Desmond Green. I think that's going to go decision. Rustam Habilab, Rustam over Cajun Johnson is a pretty good one. I just like Alexei. I think he's going to have a really big coming out party for this fight. Um, sorry that was a little all over the place with the lines and all that stuff like that, but. You know, I do I do the best with what I got. You know what I mean? I tell my wife that all the time. Um, hey yo. All right, so that is going to be this Saturday on UFC Fight Pass. Starts at 1030. Watch it, enjoy it, love it. Next week we'll get to all the nip uh good uh good stuff. Next week we'll have one podcast because I don't think there's UFC next Saturday. It might be a Bellator, but we'll have one. We'll cover it all. Um uh I know Connor and Khabib, they just announced they're gonna do a press conference next week. Maybe I'll wait till that happens to record so we can get uh, live feedback. All right. See you next week.